Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Watchdogs. We have made it all the way, all the way to episode 161. And I'm sure, um, Michael, do you think people are like in their in their in their lazy boys reclining with the remote in their hand, saying, "When's goddamn Broke Watchdogs gonna stop? When are they're they gonna stop?" Their Eames chair. Their <laughs> their design within reach. Fourteen thousand dollar. I like to picture people listening to us in that setting. <laughs> Optimal comfort, open bathrobe, beer on the stomach, Cheetos on the chest. Or, or are we imagining two completely different people? <laughs> different people? Different people. Are you thinking the best of our listeners while I'm thinking the worst of them? I'm thinking Matthew McConaughey and Wolf of Wall Street. Low rat, low rat. Listening, listening to the two Quad snobs. <laughs> 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 Sorry, we're, we're already getting distracted. Hey everyone, welcome to Two Book Watch Knobs, episode 161. This is going to be a really, really cool one. This is one of those interesting topics that um, I think we can all, I think you would only really ever hear here at Two Book Watch Knobs. Uh, today's topic was kind of, the, the impetus for today's topic was based on a, a, that Omega release. Remember that uh, Omega Steel release with the fucking 321 caliber? I forgot it already. You've, I've, I've, yeah. <laughs> the watch it's came a, out. I got Jaeger blackout drunk, and I forgot the past week of my life. Omega watches. Uh, yeah. uh, it's, it's pronounced. A it's, that's that's all spacey. It's pronounced Omega, Michael. <laughs> Omega. Omega. What's it's that a, there? It, a Rolex. Omega. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> what a great scene. Um, how actually. much did they pay for that? <laughs> oh my god! I'm sure. I'm sure. It's just. Dump trucks. Remember the scene in Die Hard Three with all the dump trucks full of the full of the gold? They stole basically that amount, <laughs> that amount of like of like just gold bars. They just dumped on on Daniel Craig's lawn. I'm sure. I'm sure they just destroyed his sprinkler system. All right. You know, if you go to okay, I'm not on the homepage. I guess. Let me see if this is if this watch. So we're basically talking about the new. 321 moon watch it's so basically yeah, the, the, the price for that watch is fourteen thousand dollars and so when we were talking about that watch in a previous episode we basically had this 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 serendipitous question of what would you rather spend fourteen thousand dollars on because fourteen thousand dollars for that watch and i think it's really cool that that watch is it's not limited and all this blah 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 fourteen thousand dollars is still a, a, a fucking shit ton of money yeah for not just even that watch, really for any watch. And so Michael and I, we had this joking question. Yeah, what would you rather spend fourteen thousand dollars on? Well, we turned it into an episode of Two Broke Watch Knobs, and welcome to episode one hundred sixty-one. What would you rather spend fourteen thousand dollars on? <laughs> it's got, a nice, got a nice ring to it. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Michael and I both chose different things we'd rather spend fourteen thousand dollars on. Um, I had a lot of fun choosing mine. Some of mine are serious. Some of mine are, are, are pretty absurd, but really great. Um, and I'm excited. And we don't know what each other's are. In true TBW's fashion, we did, you know, I have no idea what the fuck Michael, Michael chose. Um, he doesn't know what I chose. So that's the episode uh, uh, topic for, the, for, the, for, for this week. Um, but first, ooh, but first, we have to honor tradition. We have to do Two Broke Watch Knobs audio wrist check. Audio wrist check. Would you, would you like to do an audio wrist <clears throat> check with me? Yeah, I just had this like wave of happiness like just run through my body. <laughs> I'm always every time I ask you, do you want to do an audio wish with me? I'm afraid what you're gonna say, no, fuck you. Why would I want to? Do today's the day that I, that I say no. <laughs> you just you're, 
You're gonna have the same reaction that Lydia in high school had when I asked her out. Like, oh, what the? F- no, oh my god, that's horrible. I hope you're out there, Lydia. <laughs> That heart, ne- heart never forgets, Michael. All right. That, remi- that reminds me of this uh, this subreddit called Sad Cringe. I think the top post is <laughs> this kid saying that like, oh, today today a girl got assigned to me as her lab partner and she started crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, kid, wherever you are, we believe in you. <laughs> we believe in you. Uh, man, that's funny. Do you remember that campaign? Oh, this might be inappropriate. Do you remember that campaign, um, like the whole "It Gets Better" campaign, trying to like help younger people who are ge- dealing with like LGBTQ issues and, and everything like that, who are younger, like "It Gets Better," "It Gets Better." Do you remember that? Do you remember that whole? It was really, really cool. Do you remember that? I guess no, I don't. You don't remember like a whole bunch of celebrities and things like that, or like I guess it wasn't necessarily like LGBTQ issues. It was just kids dealing with like issues in high school or like bullies younger and stuff. bullies, depression, all that great stuff that really helped form who I am today. Yeah, that I think we might possibly need more of. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. They really like celebrities came on there, and it's like, oh, I was bullied, but now I make a billion dollars, and you can too, which is not the fucking truth. Okay, I think there are more drones than there are stars on the earth. I mean, that's just the reality. Yeah. But we should do an it gets better version for 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 people who just get laughed at when they ask people out. Like, girl, ask guy out. Guy laughs at girl. Guy asks girl. We should do it gets better for them, but somehow with a watch twist. We should do it gets better for watch collectors. It gets better for. <laughs> Cause you get you get into it and you're like, oh my gosh, I gotta spend 14k on a moon watch. Like, no, there's, hey there's man, some stuff. It gets better. Here's what you it can. <laughs> here's what you can also spend 14 fucking thousand dollars on. All right, um, but here we're getting very distracted. Michael, I'll ask you again. <clears throat> would you like to do an audio wrist check with me? I'd be honored. <laughs> Ooh, hot diggity dog. You go first. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm wearing the the, the Panerai today. Very cool. Um, Pam triple seven Luminor. I'm feeling feeling more comfortable um, with this watch, wearing it, even potentially risking some ridicule. And uh, yeah, I just I just like it. Hey Michael, um, it gets better. It gets better. <laughs> <laughs> Poor me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that watch is super cool, man. I'm stoked you're still wearing it. I yeah, had a question: I'm, Is there a nickname for that watch yet? No, uh, oh, the, the the shitters. Yeah, some people have called these the shitters. The shitter? Okay, listen. Yeah. First of all, fuck you, everyone. All right. <laughs> um, my question is... Because... So 777, for some reason 777 to me always reminds me of... Um, There's some. This is super. This is super in the weed, guys. So I'm sorry. In Final Fantasy VII, there's someone's limit break that's like a slot machine. It might be Catsit, and so when you use limit break, it's a slot machine. And if you get seven seven seven, it's like yay, lucky number seven, and like crazy stuff happens. Can we <laughs> name your Panerai lucky number seven? Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> the Panerai lucky number seven. I like that because it's triple seven, dude. That's awesome. It's triple seven. You know. If I one hundred percent misremembered what seven 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 is uh, from from Final Fantasy seven, uh, someone please let me know. That's fine. I I open and I accept all of your ridicule because it gets better. All right. <laughs> it gets better. But here, back to the panorama. 
Um, yeah, no, I, I, I've been wearing it all weekend. Um, What's the, is it super cold over there? Cause you keep it on the, uh, on the rubber. Is the rubber weird in cold? <clears throat> no, the rubber's great. Okay. Um, just all year round. And like I said, I've, I've worn it on rubber with dress shirts, which is kind of fun. Um, Fuck yeah, dude. but this is, this is just the base entry level, uh, Luminor with the running seconds, um, that, that Panerai introduced a couple years ago with the in-house movement. Um, and I I love it I I and I love that Panerai is maybe a little bit more low key today. They're not really trying to push a lot of celebrity stuff. They're not. I don't know. The the craze kind of died down. Mm. Um, and I think I think they're taking the opportunity to just uh, deliver more for the prices that they ask. Mm. Um, and then you know folks folks also get upset like oh Panerai really only does the the Luminor and the Radio Mirror. But those are the same people that get upset when AP does the code eleven fifty whatever. Right. So um, you know they they they're good at what they do, and there's nothing wrong with with sticking to that. Um, they've been coming out with some crazy submersibles lately. I don't know if you've seen, but those are super expensive. Um, but overall, this this is still a, a purchase that I'm really happy about. I'm grateful to to have the opportunity and. Uh, yeah, I've still haven't bought a watch in 2020, and because uh... I remember when we first met and when we first started talking about watches and all that stuff, Paranoia was on both of our minds, and it was on both of our minds as yeah. this thing of like, we're never gonna buy, we're never gonna be able to buy one of these fucking things. Yeah. So I'm yeah. I'm super happy you were able to get one. But uh, you know, like like I always say, um, you know, if you look at something like the triple zero, which is if you're fine with the the two hand display, no running seconds, like pure mm. entry level, I think those still had like a Unitas base movement, um, which some people actually prefer to the in house because of serviceability. Right. I mean, I've seen those priced close to like used Speedmasters as well. That's not bad, um, actually. Panerai doesn't really hold its value all that well, uh, unless you you get into the submersible range. Um, but uh yeah i i i'm digging it and it's uh i wear i wear it sparingly but mm. um i've already put some some pretty big scratches and <laughs> dang your watches get scratched easily dude it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty rare for my watches to get scratched i also don't work in like I don't have to. I don't. I physically don't have to move my disgusting carcass around throughout the day like i work at home i have a home office I'm usually in. I'm in my home office right now. I don't have to go into like buses or elevators or say yeah. hi to people I don't like. Like all the normal <laughs> office stuff. So I mean, I guess I guess it makes sense that your watches end up getting a little more damage than mine. Yeah, when the days that I'm I'm really like on the move, <laughs> um, yeah, it's like multiple buses, walking, running through city blocks, um, <clears throat> like meetings throughout the day might be like between buildings. So, yeah, I'm I'm up and about quite a bit. If, we should if I'm not working. We should home. do a cool episode on um, case polishing to where, you know, how can you like 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 like? Because I've always been like, oh, you know, if I get my watch scratched, um, and I care about it, and like or like or like if I get my watch scratched and I want to try and fix it, you know, I can have someone buff it out or polish it out. But I know to a certain extent, you have to find someone that's really good at repairing scratches because you run the risk of possibly altering the actual profile 
yeah of your watch so that could be kind of yeah. an interesting topic maybe we can try and get like i don't know someone like 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 an expert <laughs> on that on the show or something like that i, I think that could be cool or for a patreon Speak- episode yeah yeah speaking of which there's one thing that reminds me of that i want to bring up yeah. um and i think that it was i think that i just got really good service not only not only in the boutique uh like in florence mm-hmm. um but also after sales so kind of almost um coming up on a year of having this watch panerai released something called pam.guard um which basically extends your warranty to eight years oh cool um and all i had to do was go to their site make a login um like put in my model and serial number mm-hmm. and they were able to pull it up the tech like was solid by the way it wasn't like a shitty web experience or anything it was really really good there was no um, there's no geosite web counter at the bottom you you know you are the 423rd <laughs> visitors like oh cool yeah. man that's awesome yeah and then just just by doing that i extended my warranty um that's awesome so a, lo- a lot of people used to complain that you know panerai didn't have good support and things like that and i think because of that IWC ended up launching something similar where they extend, like they give you another six years. So this is something that I hope uh, more manufacturers start to follow. Because I don't even, I'm not sure what Rolex offers anymore, if I'm being honest. Um, They'll probably send you a box of tissues cool. to cry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. You just gotta cry Fuck about off. it. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> just buy, just when, you're, when your Daytona needs servicing, you have to buy a new one. <laughs> <laughs> probably i wouldn't be surprised i've given up there are so many watch brands that i've just given up on what we're gonna we're gonna possibly talk about one in in, in this episode but um i'm yeah. super happy you're wearing that panorama I, I i do need to correct myself before i get a bunch of angry emails okay <laughs> from final fantasy 7 lucky number seven all lucky sevens technically it's like i had to google it to remember because i'm like i fucking tried i remember this now Lucky number seven triggers when your hit points in Final Fantasy VII are all seven. So it's seven, 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 seven. So four, four, four sevens. And then, like, you know, cool stuff happens, blah, blah, blah. So that's what lucky number seven, all lucky sevens is from Final Fantasy mm. VII. So I think we should call your Panerai the Panerai all lucky sevens. I'm just throwing it all out there All lucky sevens. All okay. lucky sevens, dude. I can stick with that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Fucking send me your hate, guys. Okay? I accept your hate. I'm honored to accept your hate. <laughs> What, what do you got? Nothing special. I mean, uh, uh, in honor of the episode, I wanted to kind of, you know, keep shit as grounded as possible. So I'm wearing my first ever mechanical watch on my first ever NATO strap. I'm wearing my Seiko SNK um, on this black NATO that I got from you. I don't even know where you got this NATO from, but it's like the best NATO ever. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm glad to hear because that's like... I, that's like the three dollar NATO. Hell yeah, dude! I got from somewhere. I don't. I don't know. Sometimes a five dollar cheeseburger is way better than a fifteen dollar cheeseburger. That's just the reality. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, no, I'm just wearing that now. I fucking. It's just great. This 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 being my first real watch, you know, experience like this forever shaped. Uh, how I was, how I have evolved as a watch collector, where my tastes have taken me. Um, and just, that makes me that makes me think that Seiko and Five Guys should do something with the Seiko Five, the Seiko Five Five Guys. 
drippy cheeseburger. <laughs> so the just so the sake of five, so so the sake of five five guys, it has a spe- it has a very special dye shield coating that that repels grease. <laughs> Perfect. So when they give you when they give you your fucking doggy bag full of greasy, disgusting like fries that are so greasy they just form into like a ball, like a potato ball of fries, kind of like kind of like a like a rubber band ball, but of fries. When you reach in <laughs> with your watch hand. And you get and you get inevitably like greased up to the middle of your forearm. Hey guys, your watch will be fine because it has special Seiko dye shield coating. Listen, grease, I, grease repellent. I think the Seiko Five Five guys is on the board considering the fact that we can talk about this now if you want. That Brian May released, which I think we might be the only ones who are kind of not, not confused, but it's very confusing. I, uh. I I I will I will quote. I will quote Nick Harris from Orion Watches every time this happens, but does this really need to exist? <laughs> like, we had him on air, and he was just like, and we were talking about releases and all the new stuff that these brands are doing, and he's just like, and, and like how he approaches everything over to Orion Watches, and it's always like, does, does this need to exist? Um, and yeah. so that was the first thing I asked. <laughs> what I, I saw. So I think it's. I think it's. So this is always the really weird thing when the. So hold on. I should probably check with you. Are you okay transitioning away from the wrist check into talking about? Yeah, we can we can talk about this because I think there's some there is some Seiko related stuff. I don't mind because I think maybe early on we were super Seiko heavy in like just episode after episode, but we haven't talked about Seiko in a while. So 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 let's 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 transition from the wrist check. Let's talk about some <clears throat> who horology. Horology news, horology, orology news. God, I'm so uncouth, crass, foul mouth. <laughs> um, what was I saying? There's some really cool, interesting horology news, and specifically, what we want to focus on um, some yeah. Sega releases. I want to talk about this Brian May release. Every time a watch brand does something in relation with like a celebrity or a musician or something like that, my first, what I always do as 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 I try to employ my critical thinking faculties as, as 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 appropriately as I can, and I always do it when these celebrity things come out. I'm like, okay, is this for Brian May fans? Is this for Seiko fans? Is it for both, or is it for no one? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know who this is for. My gut is kind of saying it's for like it's for Brian May fans. You know, blah blah blah, because I. I, I just to answer my own question, which I stole from Nick Harris Moran watches. This watch is not even fucking. This is does not need to exist. This is down to like maybe for memorabilia collectors. Um, I mean, the color scheme is not even really that attractive. No, I said um, I said before it looks like a really stupid Deadpool watch. Yeah, you know what I mean. It looks it looks like I if I had a toddler and they did like a crayon drawing of what Deadpool looked like. That's what this watch like. That Deadpool like that's what this watch looks like. <laughs> to and, me. and I love I love Brian May. I think he's great. I think the oh, Seikos yeah. that he's been spotted with are really cool. He's clearly a Seiko guy. He's a yeah. So 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 let, let's get this. Let's get that out of the way. We know he's a Seiko yeah. guy. He's been wearing that seven zero zero two forever. I love Brian May as well. But I think the weird conundrum when one of these watches gets released is if you say you hate this watch. You say you're hating Brian May, and <laughs> and you know what I mean. So I think that's why people are just like afraid to say like this watch kind of is fucking dumb. Like you know, you, you know? know how when you like if you find somebody that really loves a band and they collect everything mm-hmm. to the to where like they're. 
they're collecting like the lunch boxes, the home pregnancy kits, like everything, yeah, everything. The Chinese, the Chinese finger trap with like <laughs> Queen branding. Like they got like everything, <laughs> everything. <laughs> Home so, radon testing kit. Everything. 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 <laughs> so this is this is kind of like if if I run into a Brian May collector and they've got all the guitars and like his amps and pedals, like mm-hmm. serious high dollar stuff, and they go down to the level of detail where like they have this is this is the watch that came at the bottom of this the Queen branded cereal box, mm-hmm. like. <laughs> Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry. But it also it also worries me because I'm I'm warming up to the new what do they call it the five KX that's the that's the nickname for these new SKX replacements the five KX Aste- I'm warming I'm warming up to them aesthetically I think some of them are fine I just don't think they're Seiko fives because of the price yeah yeah I, I, that's I, I that's that's my thing. You 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 could you could just call those fucking prospects if you wanted. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, because for I'm me, thinking, I'm thinking the prices might go down. I'm sure you can find them for cheaper on like some like like retailers and 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 stuff like yeah. that. You know, but um, do you think do you think that they're gonna take the? So my thought, I think they're gonna take this collection and use it to make these weird cheesy collaborations. Like we're gonna get one for Michael Jordan or something. <laughs> Like I don't know, Guy Fieri. <laughs> hey guys, Guy Fieri here. He can sponsor the Seiko Five Five guys. Uh, grease dye shield coating. Why we can have it? We can have we can have Guy Fieri's fucking face engraved on the case back. Why the fuck not, dude? I I think I think that would be a more on point design if it had like the hot rod like fire stripes. The bezel the bezel grip can be his haircut. It can be the jagged ragged edges of his haircut. Yeah, that'd be perfect, right? I'll buy it. We're gonna get a we're gonna get a phone call talking about Guy Fieri so much. <laughs> I hope it's from Guy Fieri. <laughs> it's like our first celebrity interview. That'd be great. Our first celebrity interview with someone who really is fucking angry at us. <laughs> hey guys, I came to I, I agreed to come on the show to tell you I think you're fucking assholes. That's great, guy. Can you say more things that we can use the sound bites for like future <laughs> advertising? Just like at great expense, he like flies us out to verbally just like berate us. <laughs> can you say He's the like, words? I'm gonna two- make them cry. <laughs> can you say the words two book watch knobs and then later, like ten minutes later, the words are great, so we can just splice those together for like our intro. <laughs> <laughs> two book oh, watch knobs are great. Like that, yeah, perfect. That's great. Thanks, guy. The but man yeah, go, guy. Go, going going back to this Brian Maysake, I I kind of feel like it's a to me it's a pretty cheap looking i love the photo of him that they used yeah. the advertising it looks like they just propped him up they put a they they, they put like an arch like 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 an art architect's tee on the back of his shirt to like hold him hold him up straight they put him on uh on the couch and they just took a photo of him he doesn't know what he's posing for yeah he doesn't know he, this could be a japanese whiskey this could be like malaysian light bulbs he doesn't know what the <laughs> fuck he's posing for and then they just like, and they just like, like, like gradient faded photoshopped the watch like next to him. Not even to scale. He's not even fucking, I can't even see a watch in mm-hmm. the photo. He's not even wearing a watch. You know what I mean? It's just him next to the guitar. And then it's like, and then like his signature is like, Brian, man, cool, man. I guess. <laughs> Do you think he got the same amount of dump trucks delivering gold to his lawn that Daniel Craig got mm-hmm. delivered to his lawn? Definitely not. 
Brian May is Brian May, but he's not, he's not James Bond. That's true. That's true. But yeah, so it's just it's a weird release. I think it's interesting. So objectively speaking, the design... I think the red is kind of cool. If they just did like an SKX in this like red, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. No. I think one of them had one of them is red. I can't remember. They came out with like five hundred of them. Yeah, dude. But... Yeah. Shall we continue with Seiko? Because they've been doing. They've been kind of going crazy. I finally it's, found it's... a photo of him wearing one. Sorry. I'm just like really. I to, yeah, I finally found. It's on like a NATO. It looks like. Let me let me slack this to you. Let me let me use the TBWS the technology Slack channel. Um, it's from our time, IT our IT infrastructure. It's from Time Zone. Time Zone. Okay. Let me take a look. Let me send this shit to you right now. <clears throat> These are moments where we can be live streaming this. Yeah. Just, I was trying to use PCs. Here we go. Forums time zone. So scroll scroll down beneath the, the picture I was making fun of where they just like he looks so fucking confused. <laughs> he really does. He's just like, oh, look, he's actually wearing he's it. Actually, wow. he's actually wearing the watch. It's limited to only 9,000 pieces. Jesus Christ. At that point, limited is meaningless. Yeah. So like I would love it. Is that black accent necessary? If they just took the rest of the whole red texture and that's like, the that's the pick guard, Michael. That's the pick guard. That's his pick guard. I do love the case, the little guitar case that you get to watch in. That's kind of cute. Uh, let me see. I didn't see. That. Just scroll all the way to the bottom of that thread, just the very bottom. <laughs> that's it's great. a little guitar case. <laughs> it's like a hard shell gig case. That's great. I'll, can I just buy the watch? Can, can, I, can I just buy the case? I'll buy the case without his fucking <laughs> signature in it. Yeah, just put put little things inside. Keep my keep my fucking Advil in there. I don't know. Or your tiny guitar. <laughs> I'll put my cat's <laughs> guitar in there. Yeah, so I mean it's it's cool. I mean I think I I'm gonna call it I think this is more for Brian May enthusiasts than urology enthusiasts, which is totally fine. That said, if you're out there and you see this watch and you're an urology enthusiast and you don't like this watch, it's fucking it's fine to say so, guys. Yeah. Alright. It's it's not to me. It's not that cool. <sighs> more more should we should we should we get onto more Seiko criticism with these Grand Seiko releases? I'm complete. I'm just completely. I'm I'm lost. I I know they came out. So it was like five or six of those blue ones. So at the end of so a, a couple days ago, really, uh, it's. Four, these four blue ones. So I'm gonna read the title here that I'm I'm, that I'm, I'm grabbing from Hodinky. Sorry, Grand Seiko announces a quartet. Mm. Can we unsexify um, this title? A quartet. No one's singing or playing music here, as far as I'm concerned. I'm just gonna I'm gonna just Grand Seiko releases four models for their brand's 60th anniversary. Mm -hmm. Um, and these are Michael. What's the synonym for uninspired? Uninspired? Yeah. What's the synonym for uninspired? Lame. Lame. Sure. <laughs> These are lame. I'll say lame. Um, so there's four. <laughs> I, I'm excited for our angry phone call. I wonder who's yeah. going to give us our angry phone call first. Um, so down the line, there's two quartz. It looks like. No, there's three quartz. One mechanical. So there's this one. 
Heritage Collection High Beat 3600 uh, SBGH281, uh, blah, 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 1,500 pieces, $6,300. My favorite is the ladies one. I actually I, think that one doesn't look bad. Okay. I I think objectively it is cool looking. I just wish the ladies model wasn't just blasted with jewels. Yeah. Because it's, it's perpetuating that assumption that, oh, it's a ladies' model. We need to just cover it in, like, shiny bling stuff because women are crows, yeah. apparently. You know? But this... this I have a question. Like do, do, second... do you, how long have you been hearing the church bells for? A few minutes, okay. I think. Yeah. I, I'm, I apologize if they're distracting. No, no, they're not. Okay. These these red second hands look like bad mods. Like Right? I was like going to say. When you, buy a, when you buy a sketchy watch and it's got, like, the wrong seconds in on it. Yes. Um... That's just kind of what I feel. All of us, all of us who collect Soviet watches know that feeling very, very well. You know, and if if you kind of zoom in to the seconds hand itself, it just doesn't look like. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's hard with these renders, but that just looks like a very cheap component. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that, that's a good point. Maybe in real life, they'll like some of this will be a bit more better quality wise but yeah aesthetically just talking about like colors and shapes and profiles and amount of effort put into it it's not the these are not in my opinion i think we need to be more discerning and more critical as consumers because otherwise these brands are going to realize which i think seiko's realizing now we can just put whatever the fuck out we want and these assholes are going to buy it yeah with with like the the rise in Grand Seiko boutiques here stateside um, and like them getting like a boutique like in Rodeo Drive and things like that. One thing that rodeo. I asked you. <laughs> rodeo. Rodeo. You got to unsexify <laughs> it, man. Rodeo. <laughs> I, one thing I asked you in the pre-talk, do you think they're making stuff that they think will resonate more with buyers here in, in the States? I, th- I I think so, I mean, because that's something we do, we have noticed. Because with- these are like red, white, and blue pretty much. Also, I'm just that's, noticing. That's actually pretty funny. Um, I, I, I didn't realize that until just now. Well, it's something that we we do see, not just in watches, but in the majority of JDM, Japanese domestic products um, like like that already exist, where mm-hmm. the nicer, better items, which, is, which receive more attention to detail and kind of effort, they stay in the country. Um, yeah. The stuff that might be a bit easier uh, for them to manufacture or that might have some less thought put into it or might be catered for what they think that market's taste is will leave the country. Um, and, and honestly, that's totally fine. Like, the, the, they're totally within their rights to do that. I think that's technically the smart thing for their own country to do is keep all the good stuff for themselves. That's that's logical, yeah. you know? <clears throat> yeah. Um, so I do think it's possible that this... These releases are an expression um, of that. Like, oh, these are watches that we we're certain will resonate with the you know um, U.S. Western uh, market and everything like that. But I don't know. I just don't think. Again, thank you, Nick Harris from Orion Watches. I don't think these needed to exist. I think yeah. they they could have found some other way to commemorate sixty years because I think that was the main driver for this. Like, this is sixty years. 60 mother humping years of Grand Seiko. 
Yeah, when you and when you look back at something like the 9F GMT, like a 9F so cool. GMT should exist. <laughs> like Absol- if take, absolutely. If you take that movement and you know its abilities and just add that kind of functionality, th- those are the types of moves that I, I love to see a brand take. Yeah. Um, this kind of just looks like filling up the uh, filling up the catalog for you know stuff that might stick. It being, it being the 60th year and us getting closer, I guess, to the Grand Seiko Summit, the Bond villain-esque oh, Grand Seiko yeah, Summit, yeah. do you think we'll see more releases? Or maybe this is them, maybe this is their way of like letting us down just so that way the next thing they do, even if it's not that great, it'll be fucking incredible versus these washes. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't I really don't know. But we've come very far from the snowflake. I just, <laughs> oh my god yes that, <laughs> that is that, that is still yeah for a lot of people even even folks that enjoy this stuff i think that is still like the grand seiko yeah that's that's the watch that i think about when when i think grand seiko and it just has that like like what happened to that minimal quiet you know beautiful japanese design it's attention to it's attention to detail it's also a focus on like a driving narrative there's a story yeah. with the with the original grand seiko sbga 011 i fucking for me that's still like the quintessential grand seiko piece because it represents the very best of seiko craftsmanship seiko storytelling um seiko design you know what i mean um even to an extent i'll throw the um uh the 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 the, the, the um the ichi models ichi 2 remember with mm-hmm. the with the with the painted dial yeah. no and and they still got it when they when they pull it off they pull it off i think they just did that gmt that they did with uh timeless luxury watches that's it's almost like a snowflake gmt it's it's a cool mm. watch um but yeah, this just makes me question what uh, what they're thinking. Money. <laughs> do you like Do you like money, Michael? I mean, I'll, I'll we'll see if these sell. I like money. I'm assuming the sake of people like money too. Yeah. I think these will. I'm sure people will buy these. So can I can I go down the line and read the prices? Oh yeah, yeah. I, so, I, I'm. I don't even know the prices. So mechanical high beat, uh, limited edition, uh, fucking fucking uh, fifteen. Hundred pieces, uh, sixty-three hundred dollars uh, USD. Next watch, uh, Quartz SBGP 007, um, limited to twenty-five hundred. Twenty-five hundred pieces, thirty-eight hundred dollars. This is the ladies' model, the Elegance Collection. Automatic limit. I mean, I don't want to be rude, but I mean, you can't it, just because it's ladies. Just, I've met some unelegant ladies in my time, and I think that's fucking hilarious. That's fantastic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just yeah. So the whole other episode that we that we've done before, and we should probably do again. Um, <laughs> let me see here. This one is limited to three hundred pieces at ninety five hundred dollars. Wow. Um, and then the fourth one, uh, Quartz Limited Edition SBGP015, limited to 2,000 pieces at $3,900. These aren't cheap, man. They're not cheap. There's a there's a used snowflake on David SW now for 48 You can get that. That's actually <laughs> high. Jesus. Is it one of the new ones or old ones? Some of the old ones. Fuck, that's probably why. You used to be able to yeah. see the old ones for like just under 3K on his site. For a the long... snowflake? Yeah. 
Uh, you don't think so? I don't remember those times. Maybe. I could be wrong. <laughs> I could have I could have just fever dreamed it during my last <laughs> battle with influenza. I don't know. I could have sworn because I, I remember I was working at a place downtown Orlando here next to Lake Eola, and I would take um I would take what are called Casim walks. Or Caswalk. I'm fucking you guys on me as Cas Caswalks. Uh, a Caswalk is basically where I go for a walk and I just don't come back. Mm. I'll just be gone for hours. Got um, it. <laughs> and so on on and so I would just I'll just walk around Lake Eola. And so on Kaz walks uh, back at this old place, I remember I would go on WSW and he had he had box with the fucking box everything, uh, Grand Seiko Snowflake, and it was like three K. And I'm like, damn, that's so cool. And I would like pine over it, and one day it sold. <laughs> like all my yeah. dreams, it crumbled to dust. You know? Times times are changing. <laughs> So I could have been mistaken. That's entirely possible. It wouldn't have been the first time. But yeah, I think we've, to your point, we've come miles and fucking fathoms away from the Grand Seiko Snowflake design kind of ethos being the driving factor with a lot of these Grand Seiko releases. Yeah. Are we the cranky old guys who get mad when music changes? I think so. At this point, yeah. <laughs> I think we're at that. I mean, that's fine. It's the circle of life, man. You know? <laughs> Yeah, I, music, that's like a totally different thing. <laughs> like, what is a post Malone? <laughs> <laughs> like, what happened to pre Malone? I don't understand. <laughs> uh, oh, I love it. But here, um, let us know your thoughts on these Seiko releases, the Brian May thing. If you think it's cool, if you don't think it's cool, it doesn't matter. Everyone's free to like whatever they want or don't like i just want to make sure that you guys it's okay to express yourselves if you don't like something i think in the watch community we're for some reason way inclined to love everything which is the wrong way to do things all right can you imagine if the food criticism industry loved everything food would suck <laughs> all restaurants would be shitty and we'd all be smiling and eating shitty but like yeah this is great yeah it's good no it's not sometimes food sucks man all right so sorry Getting very distracted. Um, any final thoughts on Seiko before we get to the main, the main motherfucking topic? <laughs> Forty no, minutes I just, in. <laughs> I, I just hope we see. I, I can't tell if I want more or less during the summit. Um, I don't want more. I want a release or a couple releases to occur where it's love at first sight. Because we're visual first. That's just the reality. We're visual first. I see it and it's beautiful. And the more I learn about it, the more and more I'm like, yes. Like, is yes. It, take me. I'm yours. You know? Also, is it called the Seiko Summit or the Grand Seiko Summit? It's the Grand Seiko Summit. That's what, oh, so it's like, so we're not going to see like new prospects or anything during that. I'm I assuming guess. not. Okay. Because I, I, let me see here. I remember when <laughs> they, when they announced it, it was the Grand Seiko Summit. What are you What are you gonna do? Uh, Grand Seiko Summit, March twenty twenty. Did and we we haven't seen an, an an invite yet, right? Maybe got you lost in the mail. Maybe you didn't get anything. Um, you didn't get anything. I didn't check my mail today, but maybe. Well, it's Sunday. Oh, uh, it's Sunday. Does post come on Sunday, Michael? We should keep We should keep an eye out for an invite. There's still hope. There's still hope. <laughs> There's still hope. Maybe Grand Seiko will invite us to the Grand Seiko Summit. Oh, boy. Certainly not after this episode. <laughs> Please invite us to your thing. Everything you do sucks now. Please invite us to your thing. 
we we want to go <laughs> hashtag nice guys <laughs> we went full we went full nice guy on Seiko yeah Seiko you're so great you're so great fucking fucking bitch Seiko <laughs> we went full nice guy Michael I'm okay oh, with that oh boy I apologize yeah, for using the B word I'm um, gonna pull out a calculator just so I can be on point with this topic let's do this man make sure my Main- math is right Main topic or maths, if you're in the UK. Um, I don't understand that. Whatever. Um, Main topic time. What would you rather spend $14,000 on? Omega announced that steel fucking Speedmaster with 321 caliber. Super, super cool. $14,000. That's a lot of motherfucking donuts. Um, So let's play a game, everyone. What would you rather spend $14 motherfucking dollars on? Michael, you go first. I'm talking way too much. What would you rather spend... $14,000 $14,000 on than buying that fucking Omega. Give, give me give me one second. Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm still doing the math because I think I think if I do this right where is it? Not this one. I'm still hanging out in in, in Omega land. Okay. Oh, cool. I have no Omegas online. Can it be Is it she? Sacre bleu. Invade us. Sorry. So, I will buy a 1957 Trilogy Seamaster and the new Railmaster. Ooh. That and come Railmaster. Out at just, and come out at just over over 12K. <laughs> Plenty of room for taxes. Plenty of room for taxes. Flying back from wherever the fuck you decided to fly to to get... That's that 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 really puts it into perspective, actually. Yeah, so I can get I can get the coaxial master chronometer Seamaster three hundred and thirty nine millimeters. Wow. Beautiful watch. Beautiful. Um, I'm looking at it right now. So that that would be kind of like a vintagey sort of edition, and then the new Railmaster uh, on the bracelet at fifty two hundred. That's the one with the jumping hour hand. So like, Ooh. that's that's a really cool feature that a lot of people forget about. I, I think I think these watches, if you look at the Railmaster, especially like that's that's not an absurd price, um, and you can you can find them used all day. But that's one way that's one way to go about it, and you can take your wife out to a nice dinner. Um, you have money left over for that, so just yeah, maybe we can start that way by putting it into perspective. Which, you can get a Seamaster and a Railmaster. Which Railmaster are you looking at? Is the one um, on the leather strap that I tried on on the last Disney cruise with the... It's... it's No. So it's... Um, you said it's the Railmaster... The Railmaster coaxial master chronometer in 40 millimeters. That's the one that they did a version with like a denim dial. This one has kind of like a brushed... Uh, let's see this thing. Ooh, doggy. God yeah. damn, that's a great fucking watch. Yeah, dude. Fuck. You can get those two watches for less than 14k. And have and have enough money left over for a hot date. So that would be, that would be my, my my first pick keeping it um in the Omega camp. When I tried on what I so the, the real master that I tried on, it obviously wasn't this one, but it was a real master. When I tried that watch on, um, I think there are moments that occur in a, like a watch enthusiast experience where they'll try on a watch for the first time, and there'll be um, like a spark, like a moment of like inspiratus, like a inspiration of like, 
this could be my one watch. I had that moment when I tried on the real master. You know, people people are gonna keep keep telling you that you need to stop flirting with Omega, guys. and just and just get the goddamn Bond C Master <laughs> two five four one. People actually, a couple of folks were pretty upset that I ended up getting that orange star diver and not the yeah. um, uh, Omega Omega Seamaster Professional Quartz two five four one. Eventually, when that orange star diver came out, though, that was one where I'm like, fuck. I need, you, man. I need to Whatever. get that watch. Yeah, right. Um, but great choices, great choices. Um, and I love how much money you have left over. How much? So you have what? Like five? You said five, so. So with these two watches, how much left over did you have? Oh my gosh. Um. So what's fourteen thousand minus eighteen hundred bucks left? That's a that's you could you could take you could you could take your wife out for dinner and have money left over unless you guys go somewhere fucking insane. <laughs> I have never spent eighteen hundred dollars on a meal, <laughs> so I I don't even know how to do that. <laughs> uh, good stuff, good stuff. My turn. Yeah, let's let's see what you got. I would rather spend fourteen thousand dollars on a watch that I have talked about before. It is the Citizen Campanola NZ zero zero zero. Zero four zeros dash zero seven F. I'm gonna slack it to you right now, Michael, so you don't have to fucking like type that bullshit number. Dude, those those citizen references are out of hand. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. Same same numbers. with same with Orient. Yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, this is the Orient five or nine or seven. Yeah, listen, I, I stopped paying attention fourteen digits ago, man. All right. So I just slacked this to you. I love this citizen Campanola watch. The Campanola line um, is not really very well known. Um, I guess here in the West, but Citizen Campanola. Campanola is essentially the upper fucking tier of Citizen. It's I don't want to like say their, their Creedor. It's I, it's their Creedor. I didn't want to make a Seiko comparison because everyone's always just like yeah. everything's a city a city Seiko version. If it's not you know this so fucking listen. All right, I I, I can't do the Deckard voice right now. I'm all hopped up on fucking black coffee. But listen, the Citizen Campanola line is is represents the top tier of their design, craftsmanship, movement, blah, 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 oldest bullshit. This model in particular, I fucking love. Um, I love the hands. It's an Arushi dial. It has this beautiful abstract design across from it. Um, it's got the big date. I'm a slut, Michael. I am a slut with a for, capital for big S dates. for big dates. All right. <laughs> No bullshit, man. Okay, I love this watch. I think it's great. I think these Campanolas are a little on the larger side, which is fine. Actually, this is it's forty-two millimeters. <laughs> that's fine. That's fucking. That's smaller than my Suka of a Suko Sumo. Uh, so forty-two millimeters, Urushi lacquer, electroforming, stainless steel, dual spherical sapphire crystal, uh, Swiss movements. Uh, Japanese case. It, it, the, the movement is made by that um, movement manufacturer uh, in Switzerland that Citizen bought. Do you remember what they're called? I do not remember what they're called. Well, let me look it up now. They bought like a really big high-end movement manufacturer in Switzerland. That sapphire crystal looks nuts, by the way. I, I've never seen this like side profile view of the watch. Oh my god, the whole it's it's insanely gorgeous. It is yeah, that's kind of crazy. I would rather spend and this watch you can get it for between eight and nine thousand bucks. Which wow. yes is a lot of money, but it's not fourteen thousand fucking dollars. Okay. I'd love to see this in person to see how that little those little flurries kind of look. 
yeah. if it's three dimensional or um, are those individual pieces or is that printed? It's a I, can't tell. I, I don't know. I'm assuming uh, looks like these like shards of stained glass. Let me see here. Le Jupere. Ah, that one. Le Jupere. Yeah. Uh, Swiss history, blah, blah, blah. I found their address. That's terrifying. Um, so yeah, so they, so I, I'm assuming the mechanical movement in here, since it's a Swiss mechanical movement, it's from, uh, this Lejeu uh, Parade. Lejeu Parade. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, I, I think... Yeah, Michael, I would much rather... This has way more going on for it. So I'll, let's say, I'll, let's, let's say I, 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 on the high side, I spend $9,000 on this watch. I have $5,000 left over, Michael. <laughs> I could literally fly to Japan, buy <laughs> this watch in person, stay there for a few nights, and then fly back. And still uh, probably that, be under that fourteen thousand. That sounds incredible. I took twenty twenty one TVWS in Japan twenty twenty one. I'm telling you, that you sounds delightful. I mean? So that's that's my first pick. This Citizen Campanola NZZ zero zero seven zero seven F. Fucking Jesus Christ. Um, I do see this word associated with a lot. A lot Ryuga. I don't know what that means, but that could be another name for this watch. But um, I oh, think look, this... it literally literally says it right here. Le Jupere Swiss Movement. Oh, does it? On, on the page. Oh, I must have missed it. Yeah, so this for me. Interesting. This for me is it. I just, I just, I just, I, I don't know how, but I would ask them if I have another option for a movement or for, uh, for a strap than this croc leather strap. Oh, uh, like integrated rubber would be great. Uh, integrated rubber. I'll pay, I'll, I'll, I'll give you my extra 5,000 bucks for a bracelet. If you can make me a fucking figure bracelet. Figure it out. <laughs> just figure it out, man. You know, figure so that's, that, that's my thing. <laughs> I like how this 14k is the peers in our accounts and uh, just <laughs> haphazardly spending it. That's the fun. That's the fun part. This is basically uh, almost a version of guilty pleasure watches. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We magically. Well, my, my next pick has nothing to do with watches, and I think you said you had a, a few that. <laughs> I have one that has nothing to do with watches. But here, uh, you you go next. What's your what's your next pick? For what would you rather do with fourteen thousand dollars? This is a little lazy, but it's something that you mentioned one of your peers was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I would take all 14K and buy Disney stock right now. <laughs> because, That's actually a good idea. Because I don't know if you've noticed, all of the Baby Yoda stuff doesn't ship until May. Ooh. So all of the like hot Baby Yoda gear that is just sitting and people are searching for it right now, it's all pre-order and it's not shipping until May. So buy that stock now. 14K. What, <laughs> what Michael is referencing is that someone I work with, the second he saw, he bought Disney Plus, which you should all do because it's fucking great. I love it. I love it. Um, he bought Disney Plus and he started watching uh, Mandalorian. And the second he saw Baby Yoda, he quote, his reaction was, shit, <laughs> I got to buy Disney stock. And he paused it and he went and bought Disney stock. He's like, the second they start making Baby Yoda merch, that shit is gonna go crazy, or at least like he'll yeah. be able to, you know, invest some kind of return from it, you know. And all, all the, all the Baby Yoda merch that's available now is like really bad, like knockoff stuff. Like it's like shit from Etsy. Like, oh, I needed a Baby Yoda, and it looks like actual Yoda, but like you melted it in the microwave. You know what I mean? 
but there, there's a plush and it comes with a frog and a little soup bowl and <laughs> my wife freaked out when she saw it and she's like why is it on pre-order and i'm like i know you're not the only one going through this so yeah disney yeah. stop that's smart i think 14 you, you you do pretty good at this point you know if 14k worth of disney stock dog well, agrees dog agrees <laughs> So that's my first non-watch related pick. That's a good one. That's a good one. Should I do my non-watch pick before I do another watch pick? Yeah. Okay. My non-watch pick is I would buy Michael. Follow me on this one. All right. <clears throat> I would buy four PRS custom 24s. <laughs> oh my god. Non SC. None of that bullshit. Proper custom 24s by Paul need, Reed Smith guitars. You need your own room for that. <laughs> Like the, uh, those guitars would need their own room. That's I was beautiful. obsessed with the custom 24 in emerald green with the fucking bird inlays on the fretboard when I was a kid. Oh my fucking God, dude. I was obsessed. And if you were like me and you were obsessed with that thing too, if you need a frame of reference for how much $14,000 is, you can buy four PRS custom 24s. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful, beautiful instruments. When was the last time you played one? uh 15 years wow you're going to guitar i don't go into guitar places anymore dude i'm 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 playing it i've been i've been building up my chops again over the past month and it's been fucking incredible but i'm like i'm like i'm like scared to go into guitar place because guitars guitar and guitar tech has come so far just in the 15 years i haven't been focusing on it yeah like I don't want to go in there and be like you guys still got this 5150s like fucking nerd like what are you <laughs> Ooh, listen, granddad. You know what I mean. So like, I just, <laughs> it's just, I'm just like, I'll just, I'll just play my strat on my fucking crate and just. I'll I never, just do that. I never plug in. I never plug in at guitar shops. I just, I mm. play it unplugged. You're so a man of. I'm, that means you're a man of class. Yeah. You don't. I, do, I've, I have no need to like play through your amps. <laughs> you don't. You don't plug in your fucking flying V when you go in there and just start playing the intro to Pantera Cowboys from Hell for fifty minutes. You mean you don't? <laughs> Full gain full level and the poor guitarist and rep has to sit there and act like you're playing the greatest like you're so good at playing like oh wow yeah sweet lick bro when like he's like i'm gonna go home and kill myself i think everyone everyone makes fun of the whole like walking into guitar center playing you know stairway to heaven thing i don't know how the employees <laughs> live through the tuning like just it's just it's just a fucking cacophonic hell chorus from yeah. all directions of people tune they're like oh i gotta get that i like doing it a half step down so let me just it's like oh my fucking god dude. i have these little like they all have I, to be alcoholics every guitar center employee has to be just a raging functional alcoholic i just got this like um i think it's called a snark or something it's a little clip-on like headstock tuner mm -hmm. They're like nine bucks. Guitar Center should just buy that for like and just leave them around the amps. You know? You know how please, shoe stores have like you know shoe stores have like the boxes of like of like of like 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 disposable socks you can use if you want to try and shoes if you're like in the women's area and you don't like wear socks or whatever? Yeah. They should do that with guitar tuners. That's perfect. A box of disposable guitar tuners. You have no excuse to not figure out how to tune your fucking guitar, you know? Telling me, but that's that's what I would rather spend fourteen thousand dollars on. Four, Michael. Four, PRS custom twenty fours. That's solid. <laughs> you, I, you would have it figured out, man. I would have it all figured out. <laughs> walk into your place, like man. 
fucking four custom 24s. He's got, he's got his shit together. I could get him in all the colors. I'll get a blue one. I'll get the fucking yellow one. I'll get the orange one. I'll get my favorite, the green one, the emerald green one. If you like the green one, you should watch old story of the year live clips. Oh, the yeah. I had that same one God. and they used to throw them ah. from one side of the stage to the other. No. It was part of their tricks. I imagine it's the same reaction that like a proper like fish lover would have when the dudes at Pike Place fucking chuck <laughs> that stunt fish. Even though exactly. thankfully it's a stuntfish, but it's just like, ah, oh, here's a piece of fucking salmon that probably three fishermen died to get. Hook! And just throw it across the fucking, like, oh my god. <laughs> Please don't throw that piece of fucking fish. But luckily I think it's a stuntfish. They don't sell that fish. They sell that fish. Oh my fucking god. Jesus. Yeah. That's, that's, so you know, like, <laughs> what, what is it? Cold Stone, if you tip, they sing? They sing, yeah. Yeah, no, when you buy it, when you buy it from these people specifically, that, that's when they do it. I'm not tipping him. I don't want to throw my fucking fish, dude. Yeah, you don't have to tip him. That's like a ninety dollar fish. Oh my god. Okay, here. All right. So that's that. That's my non. That's my non watch purchase for PRS custom twenty uh, fours. What What about you? What's What would you rather spend fourteen thousand dollars on, Michael? This one's simple. I would just. I would just. I would just start a little nest egg for for another down payment on a home, man. Ooh, that's, that's like, a good one. Yeah, that's like, logical. It's not a lot if you in the context of a home, but it's a pretty good start. It's better than zero. <laughs> it's you better know? than zero. It's better than zero down payment. It's like, uh, oh, and, it, and what do you have for a down payment? Uh, let me go check the pennies in my fucking car's uh, ashtray. Give me, give me 10 give, yeah, give, give right. me ten seconds. <laughs> I have 15 cents. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a really good one. It's, it's just, I don't know. And especially when I when I look at that, not not just in the context of a home, but like also owning a Speedmaster that I got for like twenty eight. Mm. Like why not? Right? I definitely do. I definitely do not need to spend the fourteen k on it. On it, and you know, my wife, she was like, "What are, What are you guys talking about today?" And I told her, I told her what this was. She's like, and she knows the Speedmaster that I have. She's like, I just, I don't understand it. Why is it that expensive? So because they think we're dumb enough to pay it, and I apologize for not actually bought that watch. I should really. I think. I think this is the part of the show where we should do our blanket apology. We apologize to everyone that we may have potentially or advertently uh, uh, insulted or offended um, with our with our flagrant use of profanities and insensitivities. Right? It's totally cool. <laughs> it's all out of love. It's all out of love, man. Yeah. Can't you guys feel the love? It's all out of love. That's a good I promise, pick. I promise my next one will be a watch pick. So is it, is it my turn? Yeah. Michael, this one takes us back. This is a this is a me and you purchase. This takes us back to, I think, a time before Two Broke Watch Snobs. One of my first expensive, quote-unquote, watch loves. Michael, I would buy three, count them, three Longines pulse meter mono pusher chronographs. Oh my god, whatever happened to that? That's like... <laughs> that's OG. That's not even OG TVWS. That's OG Mike and Kaz, guys. <laughs> Alright. That that watch is the slutty girl at the pep rally, and you just wonder where she is now. <laughs> what? I wonder whatever happened to Candace. Oof. I don't know, man. <laughs> but the watch is actually beautiful. Cool. It's um, a lacquer dial. It's a chronograph monopusher. It's a modified Eda, so it's a bit on the thicker side. But the thickness works with the profile of the case because it's a very, it's very much almost like a pocket watch, 
um, radial shape. Beautiful watch. Michael and I saw that watch in person at the Boca Raton Town Center Longines AD. Or boutique, rather. I can't even remember the last time I saw a listing for that. Dude, it's not... I, I, I think they made three of them. And then they just threw them out. And then... Because I never hear anyone talk about that watch. I've never seen someone with that watch. I don't know where those watches went. I don't know who the fuck bought them. You know what I mean? Um, gotta check Chrono 24. There's got to be some history. Like, hold on. This look, is... look. I'm all, and I'm also assuming that those watches will cost five thousand bucks because I think that's about how much it was. It was like four or five thousand bucks. See, um, these are all like so. Checking Chrono 24. There are only seven results, um, and they're all like Japan, Italy, Germany, Canada, Spain, Hong Kong. There's one U.S. dealer. Um, Did you say Japan, this... Italy, Germany? Japan, Italy, Germany. Did the Access oh, yeah. Powers buy all of my fucking long jeans? <laughs> there you go. Is this retribution for last week's episode? Last week's episode. This is what you get. <laughs> and that... one of them is one of them is not even the watch. One of them is a pocket watch yeah. version. I guess the original. That and, watch. Uh, I have never forgotten about that watch i've just assumed i'm never gonna get it it's just it's that's one of those things where that is more of a heart purchase than a value for your buck purchase because the reality is it's five it's four or five thousand well how how much the prices that you're seeing on there are they around four or five thousand you know what a lot less than i was thinking like 32 33 okay okay so i could buy dude imagine this watch (laughs) sorry Imagine this watch next to your pulse meter. That's yeah. what I'm saying, dude. It's a, it's a good little micro collection. That's what I'm saying. Like, I fell in love with that watch after the Slava Medical. The Slava Medical um, mechanical pulse meter is what kind of turned me on to the pulse meter dial scale. Just in case you guys didn't know, there are more dial scales out there than telemeters and tachometers, all right? <laughs> and the pulse meter is one of them. Uh, it's essentially a dial readout where you can... Um, track heartbeats per minute or you can guesstimate on how good they made the dial your heartbeat per minute and so fell in love with Slava Medical and then we saw that mono pusher I saw the mono pusher first and fell in love with its design and then realized it was a pulse meter because I'm looking at the scale and I just oh my god I fell in love with that watch I would rather buy four Longines mono pusher pulse meters um, for approximately I don't know nine to twelve thousand bucks I'd rather buy that than one $14,000 Omega. Right fair? On. Right on. That's, I, I that, think that's fair. That's 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 a blast for the past for you and I. Yeah, dude. That's That was such a nice little trip. That was fun. That was a good time. <laughs> what about you? What's your what's your next pick? So I have been valuing valuing um the AD and boutique experience a lot more lately. The free espresso, um, the nice conversation, the compliments. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe it's my low self-esteem and I just need that sort of fake relationship with people. Quarter-life crisis, um, man. You and I you and I are gill-deep in it right now. We're, a, we're amidst a quarter-life crisis. I firmly making believe that. Me feel, making me feel so important. Uh, <laughs> I matter to someone. You matter to um, me, baby. I love you. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, here, go on, go on. So I think, and as... 
as bizarre as this sounds, I will walk into an IWC boutique and pay full price for a big pilot. Wow. Which is 12900 You can do that. You can do that. With, if your budget is 14000 bucks, you can walk in. No haggling. No bullshit. I would like to buy that watch. I'll have just, some espresso while I wait. Just to say I did it. I get the big, I, the big white bag with IWC on the side. Walk around. <laughs> Maybe I'll get a free bomber jacket. That that could be a great like free gift if IWC isn't doing it already. I mean, if you spend like twelve, thirteen k on on a big pilot, you should get a free bomber jacket. Give right? give give Just, the man a fucking jacket. All right. <laughs> I got a hat. I got a Panerai hat when I got mine. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I think I threw it away. But, the fuck uh, is the shit? I don't need this. <laughs> but that's a good one. You would walk into you would walk into a boutique, and you would buy no bullshit full price. Yeah. IWC big pilot. Because that yeah. for you has been a watch that you've like, you've pined over a long a long time. Dude, let me let me tell you. Yesterday, yesterday I walked into um, a Benbridge here, and I was I was looking at IWCs with my wife, mm-hmm. and encountered like <clears throat> seriously like one of the greatest saleswomen I've like ever met. She right. like super cool. She had us both stoked on the big pilot. My <laughs> wife and I. And like to the point where it was like making us kind of sweat. Like, is this gonna happen? Am I just gonna like blow through all the credit cards? Like, spread it out, <laughs> spread it out. Like, <laughs> she was great, but 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 yeah. My wife mentioned like, oh, you've been thinking about this watch for like over ten years or yeah. something, or like close to ten years. And yeah, it's it's been a while. Um, such a stupid watch. It's huge. It's, it's it's cool though. I mean, it's you like it. It's been on your mind this long. You've tried it on multiple times, and you still like it. Yeah, that that's 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 like. It, it's also a watch that doesn't really hold its value all that well. Like if you if you get into like the older like five thousand fours, which people didn't really like because it's missing the numeral nine. Um, it looks kind of like lopsided. Yeah. But yeah, some some of the older ones you can get for like, they've half price pretty much um mm. but yeah that's not not buying a big pilot anytime soon um but if you know i don't know maybe at that point you have to kind of like figure out if the 13k for the big pilot movement is that as special as the uh 321 i guess the movement snobs will kind of um argue with me on this one so that's something to think about differences but, between value and movement and all that stuff yeah yeah mm-hmm. but that's one thing you can do instead of spending fourteen thousand. <laughs> my next one is also it's it's urology related and it'll get people more upset okay good i'm i'm i'm, I'm always up for, for upsetting people you know <laughs> me yeah let me see i am just looking for a proper photo of this one that i want to talk about next oh yeah this will work so, for $14,000, I... I'm, slack, I'm slacking it to you, Michael. <laughs> I, I would rather buy... Let me see here. Let me get the number, let me get, let me get the number right. Yes. This looks nice. We've seen... You and I have seen... Uh, I've talked about this watch before. This looks nice. Would I you would buy the entire collection? I Technically, I could. So, uh, Michael and I are looking at... Um, <laughs> Orient Star, uh, there's an Orient Star mechanical moon phase that they uh, that Orient Star is making for a while. They actually just 
reissued this um, pretty classic Orient Star design with the new F7 uh, calibers. So that's the new uh, in-house calibers. The one specifically that I've always really liked, it's the RK-AM002L, the blue one. Blue dial, silver, like muted silver accents, not like polished, really lame, chromed out accents. You know yeah. what I mean? It's wonderfully subtle. It, it's, it, when you zoom in on the detail, you get really cool detail on the dial. This, for me, captures a lot of really fun dress watch aesthetics, a lot of really fun, this is my nice watch um, mm. design elements that I like seeing in like quote unquote dressier watches. Um, for the price of approximately, uh, you can get these between 1.3 and 1.6 uh, K. Uh, uh, 1.3, 1.3, uh, 1.6 thousand USD. Um, under 2K, it's mechanical. All these really great features. It's fucking beautiful. It has the moon phase going for it. Um, See-through case back. All this stuff. I fucking love this watch. I would probably buy this watch and then buy another version of this watch that has the bracelet and then just put the bracelet on the blue dial. I don't know why the blue dial doesn't have a bracelet mm. version, but I could. I could probably buy eight of these. can you buy one watch like can you like you know how people go into mcdonald's and like i'm gonna do like the mcdonald's challenge and order one of everything can you like order one of everything in the orient star lineup and still be under 14k uh no No? probably not oh there are a lot more orient stars than i think people (laughs) people realize Uh, i mean my orient star diver when my orient star diver was released it was one of eight and they range between 600 and a thousand bucks so and there are there are like of these moon phase ones there are a fuck ton yeah there's a whole bunch of different like designs and stuff so but for fourteen thousand bucks you could probably make a pretty good debt you know the orient star (laughs) challenge so because this is a watch i've loved for a long time um this is the watch that like there are dress watches and then like this is really weird i don't know if anyone else thinks about it this way then they're like suit or tuxedo watches. Mm. I like this as like a, as like my suit or my tuxedo watch. This is the one that you also wish came on a bracelet, right? Yes. So what I would do is I would buy the blue dial one, and then I would probably buy like the white dial one because that has a bracelet, and then I would just put that bracelet on the blue dial. Savage. Because I I have fourteen thousand dollars, Michael. <laughs> Savage. I do whatever the fuck I want, man. So yeah, that I would I would totally get this. Uh, I would get eight of these <laughs> for fourteen thousand um, bucks. The absurdity of a lot of my choices are just to put it in perspective for you guys. That fourteen thousand dollars is way too much for one fucking watch. All right. Yeah. Especially considering how much value, just how much badass. Just like I love I love these orange star moon faces. Um, these really aren't on a lot of uh, folks' radars, uh, which is sad, you know. Do we know if it if it operates like an actual moon phase, or is it like the Orient Sun and Moon, where it's like an AM PM indicator? This one, I'm, I'm, this one, I am not sure, but I can find out. Yeah, that that, that would be a good. I mean, I, it looks like a regular moon phase, actually. It does to me, yeah, as well. I know it's not the same movement as the movement in the um, Orient star or in right. the Orient uh, sun and moon. You know what I mean? So 
it's definitely worth researching i can find yeah, out yeah th this looks like a proper moon phase the uh, the sun and moon just look like 50 50 split it's like, an am it's an ampm indicator yeah it's yeah, it's yeah. it's it's not it has a moon phase subdial but not a moon phase complication yeah you know so if you want a moon phase watch and you really don't give a shit what phase the fucking moon is in on any given day but you like the way a moon phase dial looks but you don't want to pay moon phase prices you can just get an orient star or an orient um sun and moon mm -hmm. um there's a whole bunch of different versions they've just released uh what they call a contemporary version which is a very streamlined like design um, based on some of the other ones that they've done, so that's pretty cool. So yeah, I would I would totally get eight of these. I would get eight of these Orange Star uh, Moon Phase watches. What's your next pick? I'm just gonna slack it to you and just wait for your reaction. Ooh, I'm I'm excited. Okay, because they're not sold out. <laughs> I forgot about these. I forgot about uh, them too. <laughs> Michael has slacked me. The Mark Newson Hourglass for Hodinky for twelve thousand dollars. I thought they were all gone. Uh, for, I, um, I maybe can, I thought I they were too. I add to bag right now. I thought they were too. Maybe they all sold out, and the people were like, "What the fuck did I do?" And they just returned it. <laughs> so maybe the ones they have for sale are open box. Open box. <laughs> hey, it's I'd have I'd have two K left over. It's two fucking. It's two fake. Breast implants made out of glass with a bunch of copperhead BBs for a BB gun. That's how I'm fucking. I am unsexifying this thing as 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 aggressively as I can. Michael, much, those, Michael, those are BBs. Those are those are BB gun BBs. I promise you, those are BB gun BBs. No, they're not. They are. Oh my god. They? They're copper coated stainless steel nano balls, Kaz. Please don't tell me it actually says nano balls. It says nanoballs. This is fucking massive. Hold on. <laughs> I need to find... I'm going to find you a... I, as a kid that played with a BB gun way too fucking young, I know what a BB gun BB <laughs> looks like. Hold on. Let me find this. Mother. It comes with gloves, too. You get gloves. Um, uh, certificate signed by Mark Newson. This is a great, great designer. He designed the... Um, he designed the rubber straps that come on uh, those iPod watches, and now they're on Apple watches. So, great designer, I would say, but this is absurd to the point where I think I'd have more fun spending 12k on this than 14k on a on a Speedmaster. You used to be able to. Sorry, I'm still looking for BBs. You used to. I'm, I'm slacking this to you now. You used to be able to buy these BBs in like a fucking milk carton. They came in like a plastic. <laughs> No, no, I'm serious. Like a paper, and you had to fold open the milk, the area where the milk's supposed to come up, and you could feed the BBs into your gun. I just slapped you. Well, now it's like a squeeze it. bottle for some fucking reason. As if that, that is kind of a little weird, yeah. This is 100%. 100%. What's in your $12,000 hourglass? BBs from Walmart. <laughs> it's the, it even says copper-coated steel. Michael, okay. God damn it, Kaz. This is <laughs> this is huge. This is fucking massive. Those are fucking BBs, Michael. What are we doing sitting here working day jobs like dicks? We gotta we gotta put BBs in inanimate objects to sell for twenty thousand dollars, dude. It's got a B Mark Newson. <laughs> He's dropping this is, chairs and shit. This is a great fucking pick. God damn it.
I just I, I I thought about I thought about this and I was like, oh, they're probably sold out. You know, there's only a hundred of them. I'm sure people people bought it, but so I guess maybe on the fifth thumbnail from the bottom, is that a picture of him holding it? That's a picture of him holding it, and that thing is either tiny or he's either massive. Can we describe like, how that is the face of regret? <laughs> what the fuck did I do, guys? What have I oh done? Oh my god. I could have worked for Red Cross. He, what am I he doing? just he just opened like the prototype that they shipped to his house, and he's like, "This is not what I this is not paper. This is not what I put down on paper." Uh, he's even like not even holding it. He's like he's just doing the thumb index like touch, which is what you do for like dirty socks that aren't yours. You know what I mean? It's like he's like not even fully he's like you're oh, holding even. a crying baby for the first time. This is not my crying infant. <laughs> I don't want to be accused. Oh man, this oh, thing made such man. a this thing made such a huge splash when it came out. <laughs> I'm fucking dying over here, dude. But yeah, I, I would love to be part of the club. Fucking, I'll send you a couple of my fucking IKEA glasses, super glued together with some BBs in it, man. <laughs> and I won't even ch- I'll charge you postage. All right, dude. Oh, I'd have so much money left over. God damn it, that's great. Good choice. <laughs> I can't believe these things are still around. Oh man, yeah, those are BBs. We just solved it. We solved. Uh, <laughs> we found the Lindbergh baby. We figured it out. We solved the mystery of the century. Those oh, are man, goddamn these... copperhead BBs. I know what those look like. What if, what if BBs come in squeeze bottles now? Mm-hmm. Copperhead used to get the, they used to be like you know you remember the milk cartons you'd buy at I school? do I do remember the milk cartons yeah. yeah they used to put BBs in those not with milk it was just there's there's no liquid in there you would just put the BBs in like wow. you could and look, listen anyone else that played with a fucking BB gun when you were a kid do you remember this Copperhead that came in milk cartons I remember you remember good thank God I, de- I definitely remember Pepper's Farm remembers <laughs> oh man great oh and just in case you weren't sure you get a certificate of authenticity signed regrettably I'm adding regrettably <laughs> by Mark Newsom. <laughs> that's a great photo what did I do oh man what have I made <laughs> oh, that's a great pick is it my turn I can't top that I cannot top. I should, we should just end the show there is no fucking way I can top that I believe in you Kaz um, let's see. I have. Bu- 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 I'll do this one. This is this is uh, so 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 switching directions here. I don't have a price point for this watch, uh, purely because it is incredibly rare, mm-hmm. and there's an a monster story behind it. This is, in my opinion, one of the coolest facets of Soviet watch history. Possibly in existence. So here's the story. I just slacked Michael a a 1941 Tutima chronograph. So you're probably asking yourself, hey, why is Kaz talking about Soviet watches and Tutima? Tutima is based in Glashute in Germany. Well, in 1941, Tutima has started making these really cool mechanical chronographs uh, for for, for German pilots, um, you know, and all that stuff. Uh, throughout all of Soviet watch history, they really spent a long time in the very beginning trying to figure out how to get the chronograph right. So this is the 40s. This is before the 3017 had occurred. 
um, the, before the 3133, those watches occurred in the 50s slash 60s going on into the late 90s and stuff like that, or the late 90s with the 3133. Mm-hmm. In 1947, what had happened was, um, hold on here. Uh, so, okay, I, uh, I'm reading. I'm reading from this description from Mark Gordon. May he rest in recent pieces. His 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 website here, USSRtime.info, which is a facsimile copy of USSRtime.com. But um, after the war, so after World War II, the side of Germany that became part of the Soviet Union was the side of Germany with all the watch factories. Mm. And so what it basically <clears throat> happened was the Soviets seized the factory to Tima, took the designs, the remaining parts, the remaining machinery, and they called it war reparations. And they shipped them back to... <laughs> I love that word. They shipped them back to Moscow. And then starting in 1947, the first Moscow watch factory began producing Tutima chronographs from parts taken from Glashute, but all the parts had first Moscow watch factory stamps on them. I had them on the dial, on the movement. Um, so fucking cool. Uh, this is one of them. This example I showed you here is one of them. It's a radium dial, mechanical chronograph, 21 joules, um, this is just blatantly stolen. Like, this is blatantly stolen machinery, parts, blah, 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 all that stuff. It's not like we're like the 3017 or 3133 were like... The 3133, in that case, they did purchase the rights for the Valjus 7734. Um, I think the 3017's based off of some kind of Venus movement, but mm. this is purely a stolen chronograph. And it was at a time before the Soviets really were able to do their own chronographs. There aren't a lot of these around, at least not a lot where you can find like the first Moscow watch factory like stamps and stuff like that. So for me, I don't know how much this watch fucking cost, but I assume I could probably find one for 14,000. I could find someone to watch broker this watch for me for $14,000. So I'm seeing the, um, <clears throat> so the dial's got Glashuta on it. Mm-hmm. And so where would the, the watch factory stamp be? Let's see here. Is this in the, maybe somewhere in the movement? It's going to be... Yeah, this does just look like a stolen watch. (laughs) It's like, I made this. I made this. (laughs) It's like you're going to school the day before you forgot to do your project, and you see someone else's project, and you just just beat them up and take their project. Like, I made this popsicle stick Native American village. You know what I mean? joke, I, I didn't beat up a kid, but there was a day... In second grade, <laughs> and I'm sharing this with with listeners. Um, I didn't do my homework, uh-huh. and I showed up in class and realized that I didn't do my homework. So I I took a girl's homework and I erased her name and I put my name on it. <laughs> I like the, the teacher's like walking around like collecting homework, and she's like, "Where did my homework go?" I'm the like, truth comes out. <laughs> Little Susie never made it into Harvard because of you. <laughs> probably the worst thing i've ever done she had to settle for stanford oh god i'm going to send you a couple more that are different that are uh, stronger examples this one the dial is kirov which is technically first moscow watch factory ah. uh and this one let me see here yeah these also kind of look like those Hanhart chronographs uh which is also a german yeah Another brand that I know nothing Company. about. Ditto. 
You know what I mean? So for me, these represent, and I've been really trying to focus this year on what can I bring into my Soviet watch, Soviet um, like horology collection that it builds a really cool narrative. For me, post-World War II, when Soviet horology really started taking off, when they really started doing a lot of cool stuff, um, Pabeta came out around this time, which is which was huge. So yeah. World War II, and then also um, Sputnik slash, and then eventually Yuri Gagarin. Those those main those events really have, uh, like propelled some crazy crazy cool shit in Soviet watches. But this this Tutima, this clearly stolen Tutima chronograph, where Michael erased the girl's name, put his own name. <laughs> this for me is really really cool. I would spend my fourteen thousand bucks. Try to get one of these. I'm sure. I could, I'm sure I would have some left over. Yeah, I think Mark Gordon has three or four of these. Had three or four. Had. Of these. You know what I'm saying? So that's my that's that's my pick with a little bit of cool history, um, and and I, I think that would help help me in my goal of building a really cool narrative around uh, Soviet watch. You know? <clears throat> Excuse me. Nice. That's think, all. That's all I got. Do you want to talk about the the hashtag? I want to make sure we have time to talk about that. Let's talk about the hashtag. I will just rifle off my last three choices really quick. Uh, so for fourteen thousand dollars, I would rather buy three SBGA zero on one Grand Seiko snowflakes. Throwing it out there. For, for, honorable mentions. For, for honorable mentions. For fourteen thousand dollars, <laughs> I would rather buy my two tone Rolex five digit for approximately 10 to 14k that they have the fucking blue dial one that i've always been like obsessed with right yeah and have money left over uh and then my third honorable mention very much in a similar vein uh with the tutima branded with the tutima first moscow watch factory branded kurov branded uh tutima chronograph um another piece of soviet watch history uh this uh malachite raketa um you don't oh, see yeah. a lot of them out yeah I, I showed you pictures of it it's fucking horrible yeah. looking it's <laughs> is it looks it looks like a bezor or like something you took out of someone that was causing them like physical illness and harm you know what i mean um it's quite it's quite horrendous looking but i have a, i have a very strong strong soft spot for it you're saying um, it looks like a kidney stone or something yeah it, it's, it's something horrible it looks like something like 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 <laughs> it looks like something that like a voodoo priest could do something with you know what i mean that you could only acquire through nefarious means you know it doesn't look benign in any way Quite, <laughs> quite, quite malignant. <laughs> should, should, should I send you another picture? Do you want to see it again, or are you good? Oh no, I see it in my head. I'll never forget that watch. <clears throat> <laughs> These are pretty rare. They didn't make a lot of them. Um, anytime they do pop up, they're pretty expensive. I would spend my 14k trying to find one of these. Um, they represent a really, really cool time in Raketa's history, where they were celebrating their heritage. Raketa started in the 1700s as a gemstone refinery, gemstone manufacturer for uh, decorative goods. And then eventually they started making jewel bearings for technical instruments. And then um, in the 50s or 40s or so, I'm, I'm, I'm messing up my dates right now, they started making watches. And so um, in the 60s-ish, 60s slash 70s-ish, to honor their gemstone kind of refining history, they made a bunch of precious gem case watches, the whole case is made of this gaudy ass malachite, which is like a version of jade, um, I believe. So I would love to have one of these in my Sylvia watch collection. But yeah, so those are my three honorable mentions. Porque no los tres. Those are those are my three <laughs> honorable mentions. Ah, let's talk about the real wrist shot hashtag. Uh, thank you so much. I want to give a shout out to everyone that's been using the real wrist shot 
hashtag. Um, I did not realize that many you this many folks would really dig it. The real wrist shot hashtag on Instagram, and then because Facebook, we should be more or more fucking active on Facebook. Um, our three Facebook mods are holding that shit down. Ben Newcomb, Skip Rose, and Greg Wood. You guys are the best. But the real Rashad hashtag is something that Michael and I created um, kind of by accident. Um, another serendipitous moment of Inspiritas creation where I'm really fucking tired of seeing Instagram photos where it's like, it's like a guy at dinner and the girl across from him. You can't see her face, but you can see her giant boobs. And he's like pouring a glass of champagne. <laughs> and there's like two porterhouses on the table. And the porterhouse is bigger than the plate. It's like a porterhouse on a bread plate. And it's just like, oh, living the simple life on a quiet Wednesday night. It's just like, this is stupid. And he's wearing his fucking like Patek or some shit. And it's like, this is this is not what real watch. This is not what real watch people do. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I I have been I have hugged the toilet bowl with virulent food poisoning more often than I've had dinner with a buxom lass and porterhouse steaks. All right, that's just that's real. Watch people live real lives, and so the idea behind the real wrist shot hashtag was let's just do wrist shots of people doing real life shit, like what you're actually doing in your daily life, and we've gotten hilarious <laughs> ones. That was a good sound or a bad sound? I think it was a bad sound. <laughs> You okay? Nor, nor are you okay? She fell into the sink. It's a big fucking sink. Or as a tiny wife. <laughs> tiny wife. <laughs> right? Uh, so we've, we've, we've gotten some dishes. Some washing dishes shots. We've gotten the, uh... washing dishes shots. Um, I love... Uh, I love I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him another shout out. He did a great shot. Uh, he did one of him sneezing. sneezing. He actually did a wrist shot of him sneezing. It's perfect. Um, MKE filmmaker did a really great wrist shot of him sneezing. Um, we've gotten pictures of people playing video games. We've gotten pictures of people waiting in the line, like the post office. Like really good real wrist shot hashtag. Uh, so it's real wrist shot singular. So um, if you're going out the daily course of your of your life, and you're wearing a watch, and you're a watch person, and you like Michael and I hate all of the stupid FOMO photography and like wealth enthusiasm photography where it's just like so dumb and clearly not real people like living if you hate that shit as much as michael and i do you too can take part in the real uh in the real rishad hashtag i've been i've been regramming them i've been putting it up in our story segments a bunch um and it's been a lot of fun so thank you to everyone that's been doing that basically if you use that real uh real real uh rishad hashtag it's a guaranteed way to get regrammed in our story segments because i've just been regramming everyone that does it this mm-hmm. point um i love bro dinky of him doing his mise en place just chopping he's just chopping he's just chopping produce he's just like chopping an onion or something like that i'm like that's great that's a that, that that's that's not even like i'm sitting down to dinner with you know with my with my with my attractive spouse i'm fucking i'm making you dinner like i'm sitting here i'm in my whites and i'm fucking chopping onions dude all right <laughs> It's also nice to see um sometimes a lot of these unedited cell phone shots exactly um, Yes, yeah, just gives you a better idea of what watches look like. The shot I threw out the other day, where I was waiting for like I saw so the joke I made is like um, I did a real life wrist shot. We had a reservation. They're still making us wait. Long live the real, <laughs> real wrist shot. Um, that was just on a phone in like a shittily lit hallway, and um, yeah. So use the hashtag if you too um, are just tired of that fucking type of photography where it's just clearly not real people shit. Um, yeah, thank you to everyone that's been using that. And um, 
here we go. Episode 161. What would you guys spend $42,000 on? I hope everyone had a really great time on the show today. Michael and I had some fucking incredible picks. This has been this has been a lot of fun. I think I think like a blanket episode like this where it's just like, what would you guys spend 42000 bucks on? Uh, was a good time. I think the highlight for me was you picking the hourglass. I'm going to get it. <laughs> Don't the do day, it. The I'll... day that 14K magically appears in my bank account. I'm Michael. not even going to talk to my wife. I'm just going to go get it. <laughs> I will spend I will spend the eight dollars and forty six cents right now in Walmart to buy you six thousand BBs. <laughs> Alright? And I'll put them in like a fucking decorative glass pitcher that my wife and I never use. And I'll mail that shit to you for free. Alright? Yeah, there's there it'll be it'll be more meaningful. I get it. <laughs> I want I wanna know, did like an intern go out to like their local Walmart? And like just buy all the BBs for the hourglasses, or did they just like buy them on Amazon? Like, listen, we need we need, we need twenty thousand BBs. <laughs> Why? Why? Just, <laughs> just listen, man. I we just I just need twenty thousand BBs. All right. Like, I I want to know. I want to know. Or did they like go to a custom manufacturer, like a, like a, like a, like like a custom metallurgist? We need twenty five thousand nano balls made of made of you know copper coated steel and that manufacturer's like let's just spend 25 bucks and just buy them 20,000 BBs from Walmart and then just take their $200,000 check that makes a lot more sense to me guys than trying to make BBs from scratch if you own one of these by the way let us know let us care about it <laughs> we will also include you in our blanket apology uh, for the episode but here um, really good time let us know your thoughts on our picks for what we'd rather spend $14,000 on but more importantly what would you guys rather spend fourteen thousand dollars on? Um, stay can't, tuned can't for wait to hear. stay tuned for our next episode where we might do what would you rather spend twenty thousand dollars on? Oris, solid gold, Aquas. Fucking looking at you. All right. <laughs> Just in time. Just in time. The cliffhanger. <laughs> let's, let's, I think it's that sad time. We should probably we should probably end it. Thanks for listening, guys. This was fun. My name is Mike. And this is Kaz. You have been listening to Two Rogue Watch Stops. Later. Later.